Hey everybody and welcome to episode number 17 of the Search for God podcast series. This is a combo week 24 and 25 in review. The last three class periods have covered an attempt to reform, but ultimately leaving the southern kingdom totally in shambles as the people got carried off to Babylon with no real end in sight. So let's get right to it. We started week 24 talking about the reign of King Josiah. He took the throne when he was eight years old and spent a good amount of time in what was called a regency. In other words, somebody ruled for him, much like I use the analogy of King Louis XIV and King Tut. But eventually he took the throne and took the full power that came with the throne, and he started doing, really for the first time, some good things. He repaired the temple. He actually used the tax money that was collected for the purposes of repairing the temple. He made a declaration that the temple was only for worshiping God, and while that's really easily mockable, the fact that for a couple of centuries, pagan practices had taken hold in and around Jerusalem. Josiah also had the people who were practicing pagan worship expelled, and the ringleaders executed, and he reinstituted the Passover sacrifice for the first time in a couple of hundred years, and most importantly, put the Ark of the Covenant back where it belonged inside of the Holy of Holies within the temple. And the point I was making in class with that had more to do with the fact that he was not only getting rid of the bad things, but he was also restoring the good things. And that does need to be stressed because it's easy to just eliminate the bad, but to also put the good things back deserves a round of applause. Of course, Josiah, like everyone else, had his flaw, and his flaw happened to be getting involved in a war that he had no business sticking his nose in. He ends up being killed in Megiddo, way outside the boundaries of Judah, and this is in the time when Babylon was on the rise, and he enters the war against Assyria on the side of Babylon, but it costs him his life. And within a few short years, Babylon had taken on Judah as a vassal. So in the year 605, when Judah becomes a vassal, it is left in the charge of a man named Jehoiakim, and he might have been the worst king north or south since Ahab, who was the king during the time of Elijah. He had all sorts of adulterous affairs, incestuous adulterous affairs, and executing random people for very little reasoning. There was not much that was redeeming about him. And then he also betrayed the vassal status and got himself killed in the ensuing invasion by the Babylonian king, Nebuchadnezzar. Eventually, Nebuchadnezzar decides that the high-class people of Judah, the nobles, the priests, the royalty, just have to be taken to Babylon. And so the first phase of the Babylonian exile happens in the year 597 B.C., where we see people like Daniel and his three friends who are carried off at that time, with the purpose of trying to make them Babylonian. Nebuchadnezzar had left another puppet on the throne, and eventually that puppet also betrayed the vassal status of Judah, and as a consequence, Nebuchadnezzar came back in, and this time burned Jerusalem to the ground. This was in 587 BC. This also includes the temple. Along with burning Jerusalem to the ground, anybody who survived was carried off to Babylon as captives as well. So this would be phase two of the Babylonian exile. 
once they are in Babylon, you know, it's mostly the difficulty of being away from the homeland. The Babylonians did not do to the people of Judah what the Assyrians had done to the people of the northern kingdom, and that is to try and intermarry them with their own and essentially water down their identity. So by the time Cyrus the Great conquers Babylon and allows the people of Judah to return home, you still have a fairly strong identity of Judah. The problem now is that Judah will never be free and independent ever again. They will always be subjects to someone else. And this is something that will be true all the way through the time of Christ that we will cover halfway through the fourth quarter. But in some sense, it's also a blessing in that now they can focus entirely on the religious side of things rather than getting mixed up in all of the politics as well. But that's something that you're going to have to decide for yourself whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. All right, so that brings us to the end of episode number 17 of The Search for God. This has been a combo week 24 and 25 in review. Just a reminder that the quiz will be on Thursday or Friday, depending on your class meeting. The final written assignment is due on Saturday. And if you have any questions, let me know. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I will see you next time.